Hi, I'm Uche, and welcome to the Unveil the Bible podcast. Now, I'm a Bible and history nerd who follows Jesus with all I am, and hope you do so too. Now, this podcast is going to take us on an incredible journey, exploring this amazing Bible and presenting God's kingdom and his plan in and through Jesus. We're going to look at themes, Bible words, and so much more. So with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. See you. Hi guys, welcome to the episode for today. You know, we are still on the topic of the resurrection of the dead. And so far, we've been talking about what the Bible says about the dead or death in general. We learned that death is mortality and death also refers to the human body or the human being and all its components, spirit, soul, body returning to the source. You see that in the earlier episodes. If you haven't listened to them, you can just pause this and you know go back, listen to them and then come back here. Okay, so we are going to continue with what the Bible says about death and we have more to share. So the next one is death is the absence of life or you can say death is the opposite of life. That is the absence or the opposite of life. And I'm going to take a scripture reading from the book of Genesis chapter 5, verse 5 and 6. And I read, So all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. And Seth lived 105 years and became the father of Enosh. And if you continue reading too, he died. The whole goal was just to talk about Adam. But if you read the entire chapter of Genesis chapter 5, it was talking about the generations from Adam all the way to Noah. Yes, all the way to Noah. And they all follow the same pattern. This guy lived this um, a number of years. Then maybe he gave birth to his son. And then he lived this remainder amount of years. And then he died. The thing I wanted you to note was that from, let's say, let, I'm reading from Adam again. From the beginning, so so all the days that Adam lived, note, note the word lived, were 930 years and he died. So we have lived and then we have died. So death is just the opposite of him living. He lived and then he died. It's as simple as that. And this is quite easy. Everybody understands that death is the opposite of, you know, being alive. I'm going to take another scripture reading from the book of Genesis again, chapter 42, verse 1 and 2. And this is about the whole story of Joseph and he being sold to his, you know, by his brothers to um, slavery, into slavery. And then things happened. He became the prime minister and God was setting up the whole scene for the reunion of the family. And so there was famine in the land where Jacob was, and then he was calling his sons to, you know, go to Egypt where there was plenty of food, and they should go and buy some and bring it down here. So let me read what um, Jacob was saying. So forty-two Genesis forty-two one and two. I read, 
Now Jacob saw that there was grain in Egypt. And Jacob said to his sons, Why are you staring at one another? He said, Behold, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy some for us from that place, so that we may live and not die. Note it again. So that we may live and not die. So there's live and not die. Living being the opposite of death and death being the opposite of life. Now I go to the New Testament. I'm going to read from the book of the Revelation. Or people call it the book of Revelations. It's actually called the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. I'm going to read chapter 20 verse 4 and 5. And I read, Then I saw thrones. This is a vision that John was having. Then I saw thrones, and they that sat on them. And then judgment was given to these guys. And I saw the souls of those who have been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus and because of the word of God. And those who had not worshipped the beast or his image, and had not received the mark on their forehead and on their hand, and they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Then he continues, he said, The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were completed. He said what? The rest of the dead did not come to life. Opposite. Where there is or absence of life, where there is no life, death. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were completed. And he concluded, this is the first resurrection. When we get to resurrection, I'm going to talk about the two kinds of resurrection that the Bible was talking about. The first resurrection and then the second. So he said, this was the first resurrection. And so from here, you've noticed resurrection is bringing the dead to life. So that's it. You notice that the rest of the dead didn't come to life. Death is simply the opposite of life. So that's it. Write it down. We move on to the fourth thing the Bible has to say concerning death. And it is, death means to cease, to function. So I'm going to read from the book of Psalms, chapter 39, verse 13. And I read, Turn your gaze away from me, that I may smile again, before I depart, and I am no more. Here he was also referring to death. Before he departs and he is no more, he ceases to function. He ceases completely. I'm going to read the book of Job, chapter 14, verse 1 and 2. And I read, Man, who is born from woman, is short-lived and full of turmoil, like a flower, he comes forth and withers. He also flees like a shadow and does not remain. He flees like a shadow and then when he dies, he does not what? Remain. Man ceases to function. I'm going to talk about the last thing the Bible says about death, which is death is sleep. Or you can say death is to sleep. And this is more like a Hebraic expression that the ancient biblical authors or the people of those days were using a lot to refer to death sometimes when someone is dead they say the person is sleeping and this is a phrase jesus uses a lot but he didn't start it so let's um let's go back to the old testament to see where he got it from so we read from psalm chapter 13 verse 3 and i read consider and answer me O lord my god enlighten my eyes or i will sleep the sleep of death. Notice, 
sleep the sleep of what death then i read from the book of daniel chapter 12 verse 1 and 2 now i read now at that time michael the great prince who stands guard over the sons of your people he will arise and there will be a time of distress such as never occurred since there was a nation until that time and at that time your people Everyone who is found written in the book will be rescued. Many of those who sleep in the dust of the ground will awake. Notice, many of those who sleep in the dust of the ground, we've already talked about the dust of the ground, will awake. It's talking about what? Resurrection. Let me, let me rephrase everything again or reread it. Many of those who sleep in the dust of the ground will awake these to everlasting life but others to disgrace and everlasting content so what's he saying those who sleep in the dust of the ground he refers to what so those who are dead because he's saying that they will awake and what's he referring to the resurrection of course so that means a sleep of a person when someone sleeps it was um i said it before a hebraic expression and the person is both righteous or unrighteous for he said here some of them to everlasting life, then others to disgrace and everlasting content. Oh, sorry, contempt. Okay, so let's move on to the New Testament and read or see Jesus using that phrase. So we see that in the book of John chapter 11, verse 11 through 13, then 15. I read, This he said, and after he said to them, he said, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. But I go so that I may wake him out of sleep. The disciples then said to him, Lord, if he is asleep, he will recover. I mean, he will wake up. Then the author was giving his commentary. Now Jesus had or was speaking of his death, but they thought that he was actually speaking of literal sleep. So verse 14 says, Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there, so that you may believe. So, let us go to him. That is what he says here. So, you notice that he spoke of sleep, but then the disciples actually thought that he referred to literal sleep. So, he had to correct them. and said that, no, I actually meant that Lazarus was dead. So when um, after Jesus died and he resurrected, the Bible refers to something as people who die in the Lord. You see that throughout the scriptures, the New Testament. And it also says that anybody who dies in the Lord, the Bible says that they sleep in Jesus. So everybody, if you use it in the general sense, the word sleep is used for all of them. Like Daniel used it for both the righteous and then the unrighteous. But after Jesus died and resurrected, all those who are with him, who are part of the body of Christ, when they die, they are referred to be asleep in Jesus. I'm going to read it from the book of um, Epistle of um, 1 Thessalonians, chapter 4, verse 13 and 14. And I read, But we do not want you to be uninformed, brethren, about those who are asleep, note the word, that means those who are dead. I continue. 
so that you will not grieve as do the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. It's the same thing as who have what died in Jesus. So anyone who is part of the body of Christ, a believer, a child of God, that person, when the person dies, that is Paul usually says that the person sleeps in Jesus. This as Jesus likes saying that for others. So that is it. So death also means what? To sleep, both for the righteous and unrighteous. But the righteous are known to what? To sleep in Jesus. And that is all we have to say about death. So let me give a full list. Number one, death is mortality. Number two, death is a return to the source. Number three, death is the absence or the opposite of life. Number four, death means to cease to function. And number five, death means to sleep. So here we have it all, folks. In our next episode, we are going to touch on the resurrection. Is an amazing hope for every Christian, every believer. We're going to learn a lot more on this hope of the resurrection. So until then, try to study a bit more on this topic. And we shall meet again in the next episode. Bye!